Oh, boy. I see a whole bunch of people in here already. How's it going, everybody? How's your Monday? Just getting prepared here. And then we will kick it off. Where's my notes? Jesse. Hey, what's going on? Not too much. How my how's my sound? Sound okay? Yeah, you sound fine. How do I sound? You sound good. Okay, good. Good. I didn't have to. I didn't have a whole lot of stuff I had to reconnect, but I did have some equipment that I had to hook back up here. So, make sure everything was operating properly. <laughs> a fully operational Death Star <laughs> of podcasting. <laughs> All right. I'm not sure. Melanie might be busy, so I'm not sure if she'll be joining us right off. But let's go ahead and let's do some intro music. Maggie has arrived. That means it's lunchtime. Maggie's here. It's time for lunch. Which is a little weird, I guess, of a thing to say. Welcome to the Grolix Lunchbox Live. It's Monday. It's and it's live. It's everybody's favorite day. <laughs> yeah. Boo. <laughs> yep, for real. Matt D is joining as well. Hello, Matt D. Hello, everybody else. We've got a lot of people chilling in here right from the get-go. I like it. It's almost like you're all waiting. <laughs> they were lying in wait. <laughs> Dank Diaries is joining. Hi, Dank whoa, whoa. Diaries. Whoa. Matt D asks, <laughs> how are the great Grolixers? I'm doing okay. I got a little bit of a con hangover. <laughs> Do you? I feel I feel a little bit better today. I got, despite waking up in the middle of the night with my bedroom light on, which is a little off-putting when you live by yourself. Yeah, uh, right. I uh, I got a, like an hour more sleep than I did all weekend, so that's good. I'm glad. Yeah, it's not it's not for lack of sleep because I slept like the dead. Did you did you leave your light on and just happen to like pass out with it on, or uh, is this like a like a like a ghost story? Okay, so I don't. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing. I, I don't believe I left it on when I first went to bed. I think I woke up maybe to use the restroom. Restroom is I'm in a house, a be- my bathroom, <laughs> your public restroom that you have in your apartment. My public restroom, every, what not, not everybody has public restroom in their apartments. I mean, um, it's new, but <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling I woke up, did that for whatever reason, turned the light on, and then just went back to bed. I don't know, that's the only thing that makes sense because I'm pretty sure, even though I was pretty tired, uh, you, ha- uh, you have to pay to use mine, uh, Maggie says. <laughs> Or Sean Sean Quido. Sorry. Okay. I got derailed by Maggie's new name. Uh, Right. Yeah. Uh, So 
where was I? Anyway, yeah. Any, I don't think it was anything uh, supernatural. Oh, Maggie, you have a new podcast. Oh, what's your what's your podcast? What's it about? What you do? What you talk about? Uh, we're we're just kind of have dead air until she answers. I'm gonna guess that it's about a cross between a man and a mosquito, so it's Sean Skeeto. Ma- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Maggie, call in. That would be great. I'm just gonna answer for Randy on that. <laughs> oh yeah, you you beat me to it. Hello. Oh my gosh, it's awesome to actually get to talk to you. Hey. Oh, it's so great to to hear you guys, and I'm now like a super fan of your podcast. Seriously, excellent! Oh, I love it. Awesome. So it's just easier for me to just kind of call it and tell you instead of trying to type it out. But yeah. um, my husband, who is the Sean in Sean Quito, and I'm going to be Mal. Those are going to be our little podcast radio handles. We're doing a podcast called Cellmates. Cell is spelled C-E-L, of course, because we are both huge animation junkies, and the podcast is going to be all about everything animation. Oh, cool! That awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this weekend at Okamicon, there was a uh, a vendor who had a bunch of animation cells, and I was, um, they were like, kind of around the corner from me, like slightly behind, uh, but like on the other end, basically on the other side of the road that I'm in. It's it's confusing to try to explain, but anyways, they had a bunch of like cartoon animation cells from all sorts of different things. And, uh, and so I was like, Oh God, if they have a Ram man, I'm buying it today. (laughs) I I will have no willpower. If that's the case, I was lucky enough that they were like, well, we might have some at the store, but uh, we don't have any here. And I was like, you know what? You you just did me a huge favor by, by not. Yeah. You saved my wallet, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like you should have your a game on and always have Ram man in stock but thankfully you did not (laughs) i have a small collection of cells Um, most of my cells are um that i've collected are from studio ghibli films oh massive fan of them so i have a a few of those and i love them so much and we thought cellmates was kind of a kitschy kind of name and and funny and and so we're really looking forward to it our first episode is gonna it's gonna be a live cast just like this so that people can you know comment and talk to possibly call in and stuff like that and it's going to be on july 14th at 8 p.m sweet uh what what uh time zone uh, Eastern Standard Time. We are okay. in the DC metro area, so. Okay, cool. Awesome. Yeah, yeah and it's going to be here on Castbox, so. I am going to make a note of that because I would definitely want to check it out. Yeah, actually, yeah, I will. Love it if, if you guys would. I mean, you guys talk about this kind of stuff all the time, and and so I'm no, I'm 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 a huge fan, and it would be awesome if you guys listened and gave some feedback because you you do this, of course, more often than I have. This will be a start for for me, but uh, we just we love listening to podcasts. We're like, you know what, we we should do it ourselves, and this is something we're both really really interested in. And I've done freelance artwork myself and helped out on various animation projects so it's just something that there's so much material to work with out there oh for sure uh i just from a uh what word i'm i'm sorry i'm post on <laughs> brain uh collector from a collector's mindset um I'm, I'm i'm curious uh because you know like with these these uh 
these cartoons that, you know, the Saturday morning cartoons, the after school cartoon blocks, uh, they had, you know, they had like these long runs, um, with the studio Ghibli, uh, the, or Ghibli or however you pronounce it. Um, they basically did like feature films. And so I'm curious, like in terms of how much that costs to, to track down cells. And I know it's, it's so subjective. It dep- it's basically whatever somebody's well, selling it for. Yes, they can get really expensive, especially if they're from projects where um, they're hard to come by. And uh, Studio Ghibli, who they're worth a little bit more now, especially the ones I have, just because they're stamped with the Ghibli logo and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And Studio Ghibli, after Miyazaki's... initial retirement studio ghibli is no longer studio ghibli it's called studio Ponup. and uh so i know we're just a little bit more not that i'm interested in selling and i don't really care they could you know they could have come out of a dollar from somewhere and i'd still love them i you know collect them yeah i'm a massive fan but my uh husband for um one of my birthdays uh he got his hands on what is my most expensive one it was from the studio ghibli film um my neighbor totoro oh yeah it was i think he paid like 560 dollars for it or something which is a pretty penny and i i actually initially got kind of angry at him for it (laughs) i was like what are you doing dropping this kind of money on a piece of cellophane basically but, uh, <laughs> of course he was just like i thought you'd like it and i was like oh yeah okay i really actually really do so, yeah once the sticker shock wears off it's like oh this is this is awesome and yeah, yeah. but you can if you if you like to collect cells there are pl- and, and you know you know if you have some there are places to get them there's you can look around you can you know find i have found a couple really interesting ones on ebay for next to nothing and it's you know i it makes you wonder if people know what they had or right. if they really just don't care, but I, otherwise they're mine now. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I know that like a lot of um, people who like sell them like this guy at, at Okamakon did, they basically like they would buy up, um, I don't know, like storage, uh, like storage containers where, where these um, production companies just like auction off a whole like crate of them or something. And, uh, and that's how they get them. But it's, it, it is, it's like a treasure hunt because, um, you, you never know what kind you're like, you can do a search on eBay and you can be like, okay, I'm looking for, I'm looking for He-Man cells and you'll find He-Man cells. And then you'll find cells that are like maybe, uh, half a He-Man because they only needed to animate him waving or something ridiculous. So it's like, I have He-Man's arm. My, my, uh, what I absolutely love is the ones that say, this is a cell and this is great. And then you end up getting a cell or, or looking at the actual cell and finding it as, yes, it's like a piece of scenery with like a tiny little piece of the foot or like a hand in it. It's like, <laughs> well, technically it's a cell, but this, no, I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a, and they put the painted background there just to sell the cell. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much and uh, really, really hope for you to join us. But um, mostly it's just really great to get to say hi, let you guys know I'm a big fan. And I'm so glad that I've had the opportunity as a three-legged black hot piloting tiger to, to <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you. Thank you for calling in. Uh, d- tell them one more time uh, the, the 
the name of the the podcast and when you're gonna when you're gonna do it again. Yeah, no problem. So the podcast is called Cellmates. If you go onto the page with all of the live cast listed and the schedules and things like that for it, you'll see us right there. Um, our uh, first live cast, um, and we're going to start out with live cast before we go over to a full podcast podcast, but live casts are great. Um, the first one is July 14th, which is on a Sunday, and it is um, at 8 p.m., and it'll be right here on CastBox. Awesome. Awesome. I'm super excited. Yeah. Well, good. Thank you. And if anybody, we actually have an email. It's the cellmates podcast at gmail.com. And people can feel free to send us ideas about what they would like us to, to have episodes on, to have us discuss. We'll do everything from Marvel and Disney, Cartoon Network, Nickelodeon, um, old school anime, new anime, Funimation, Crunchyroll, show, all that kind of stuff. Just, you know, Hanna-Barbera. Looney Tunes, all of that kind of stuff. So if anybody's got any ideas or, you know, would love to hear about something or, you know, just feedback, it would be great. You guys can feel free to send it to, to that Gmail website. So, Well, uh, my feedback right now is that you already checked, like, I'd say a good 80% of my boxes <laughs> right there. <laughs> just the stuff you listed. So <laughs> that's awesome. Good to hear. Well, thank you guys so much. And I'm still sticking around. I'm just going to just going to um, let you guys go and keep talking. But thank you so much for letting me call in. Yeah, of yeah, course. Anytime. All right. Well, oh, I just saw Matt said Wacky Racers. I actually have the full Wacky Racers DVD set. And yes, that will definitely deserve an episode. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, guys, so much. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Bye. bye. That's Man, awesome. Maggie just rocked the call in too. Like she, she's already a professional at this. It's clear. I think she's already a better podcaster than we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. For real, great presence. Yeah, no, she that's that. I'm super excited to hear hear her podcast. That's going to be awesome. I see Melanie had joined. Um, assuming she's getting prepared, but give us a call when you can, Melanie. Um, yes, Jasper, that was Maggie. Yeah, that was Maggie. Our two are no, I can't say that because Alvin's in here. We got several reoccurring listeners. I don't want to alienate anybody. I was hey, say, welcome Matt, back, everybody! Yeah, yeah. How's it? How was the weekend for everybody? We hope you you got some good sleep and had some fun and drank less Red Bull than we did. Yes. <laughs> a little context: If you didn't hear, uh, there was a Red Bull vendor at Okama Con, and they were coming around with free Red Bull, which was great the first time they came around. <laughs> but but uh, at one point, um, my my uh, table mate Axton, uh, everybody knows that he drinks like an probably too much uh, energy drink. So we had people that were like collecting them and we had a bag of Red Bulls behind the table. And at one point I was like, <laughs> hey, hey, Grolic's crew, uh, if you guys need more Red Bull, please, <laughs> if we if we drink all of this, one of us might die. I Probably. Yeah, I think Saturday. I, I mean, I didn't have that many, but I think I overdid it Saturday and Sunday. I didn't even see the Red Bull Red Bull girls anywhere. And I was like, good. Stay away. I don't want any. <laughs> I had to uh I had to have a little bit this morning just to, as like hair of the dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a bloody mary on Sunday, you know, just like, well, I got I got the Red Bull con hangover. Now, keep in mind I do Hey, here we go. Melanie, 
Hello. Hey, how's it going? Hello. Uh, it's okay. She's, just <laughs> she's, like, oh. she's got the con hangover too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep, sounds like it. So, uh, there's uh-huh. uh, Maggie called in. I did. Oh, I missed it. Sorry. Yeah, she's starting a podcast July 14th. I'm super excited. It's about animation. Somebody's got a phone call. Hey, I, I love that that uh, bacon pancake scene from Adventure Time. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> Axton's never even seen the show, but when he see, he like he's like, I don't know why I get that stuck in my head. I only get it stuck in my head when I table with Jesse, and uh, I've never seen the show. Yeah. Maggie says we will have an Adventure Time episode. I'm surprised Axon's never seen it. Like I, I don't watch too many kids cartoons um, after I don't know 2000 or something. But uh, I have seen that one, and it's it's pretty cool. That's why you've seen it because it's so cool. Yeah. Okay. Well, hey, it's Monday. Do we want to talk about box office stuff, Mister B? Great times. Hello to all. Hello to you. Yeah. Hello. Since it's Monday, movies came out over the weekend. Dank Diaries says Godzilla. Um, I did not see any movies over the weekend, of course. We were busy, but... And I guess later if we wanted... I don't know. I feel like at the convention this weekend, I didn't have a lot to say. So I don't know if I have much to say after the fact. But if we want to talk more about that later, we can. Uh, Dank Diaries loved it. Uh, Maggie said, oh, Maggie says yesterday was wonderful. Yesterday is actually doing pretty good. Um, which well, is that sounded like one of the better movies on the list. Uh, mm-hmm. once, once we understood what it was, once Jasper schooled us on it. Yeah. Uh, and it's one of the few like non-sequel, non-original or non-sequel original, uh, adult movies out. And in fact, it might be like one of the only ones, <laughs> but, uh, what is yesterday? Matt D asks, uh, well, it's, it's a, com- I'm assuming comedy drama. It's listed as comedy, uh, directed by Danny Boyle. And it's something about like what the world forgot about the Beatles or the Beatles never happened, or but he Beatles. remembers the Beatles. So he starts like, uh, singing, Beatles tunes and getting popular and he like he starts out as I don't know I've never seen it so I don't Maggie, know I don't know for real but Maggie says man wakes up in a world that has forgotten the Beatles ever existed so he claims their work as their own yeah there we go yeah Dink Diaries had a 30 minute discussion at work about it but yeah it's doing very well it's it it's came up at a it opened in the number three spot in the top 10 so let's go ahead. I'll go ahead and run into uh, run through some of this box office report stuff. Um, I do. Let's see. Box o- Hollywood Reporter says that the 2019 revenue is down nearly 10 percent mid year. Uh, this is not the most exciting stuff, but you know whatever. It's kind of an ongoing theme that we've been covering the uh, how well or not well the movie uh, the theater going is doing this year. Domestic revenue, this is, again, according to Hollywood Reporter, domestic revenue through June 30th is down an estimated 9.4% year over year, while ticket sales for the summer season are down 7.3%. 
The international box office provides Hollywood with much of the bottom line. Year-to-date, titles released on more than 1,000 screens in North America have earned approximately $13.4 billion worldwide, a 5% dip from the previous year. The big exception when discussing the downturn is the Disney Empire. The studio, which now owns Fox, currently commands 40% of domestic market share. That unprecedented dominance could only grow in the... mm, could only grow in the coming weeks with the release of The Lion King, which is out July 19th, and the continued run of Toy Story 4. That's from Hollywood Reporter. Um, I can't believe I read it that well. <laughs> I barely flubbed. That's a, Oh, God, that's amazing. It's not going to happen again. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, a whole bunch of stuff to basically say sales are generally down and uh, Disney owns the world. Man. Forty percent of it, yeah. Since they own Fox now, yeah, no. I mean, that's a concern, and I'm surprised. I don't know. Some people kind of raised some issue with it, but I'm surprised we don't hear more talk of monopolies. But then again, that no, the government doesn't seem to enforce the monopoly issue that much anymore. I'm more of a trivial pursuit guy. Yeah, I hate monopoly. Yeah, so long and boring. So many monocles and top hats. It's just not my style. You know, if you own half of the media, you're probably not going to have them report on it anyway. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good point, yes. All right. Continuing boring number talk. Avengers Endgame, it's looking like it won't top Avatar at the worldwide box office. Uh, this well, is according to Forbes. I don't have as much reading here to do, so don't worry. The much-discussed and debated reissue of Avengers Endgame which apparently, what, they did that this last weekend, I didn't even realize, um, earned a perfectly okay $5.5 million over the weekend in North America. Its 10th weekend uh, went up around 189% from last weekend's $1.9 million gross. Okay, so basically, overseas, uh, the re-release brought in $2.3 million, and that brings the total to $2.761 billion, which is just short of the $2.78 8 billion avatar record and uh, industry analysts do not believe the re-release has enough uh, will, will be enough to pass the inflation adjusted gross for avatar so you know i mean like i'm not surprised i'm i'm kind of surprised but i'm not surprised at the same time because like the natural reaction to this kind of thing um like first of all we did we we didn't uh, have very many favorable things to say about it because it smacks of we're just doing this because we want to beat a record. Um, but also like, so the media does this thing where they're like, Hey, um, here's what the end credit stuff was. <laughs> you know, like They just release a news article, news article so that you don't actually have to go and, and spend your money again to find out w- the one or two things that they changed, which they only did so that you'd come back. Well, and here's my big thing. It's still playing in the theaters. It yeah. Like the article said, uh, this is its 10th weekend. Like it was going to be in the theaters still no matter what. I can't, it doesn't seem like a true re-release to me. If you're still in the theaters, right. you're not re-releasing it. You're yeah. just adding stuff to something that's currently already running in the theaters. Like you can't stream it anywhere. You can't get your, I mean, not legally anyways. And you can't get your uh, digital copy of it yet. So it's, yeah, it's still in the theater. And nobody was going to, you know, if you've already seen it and you still remember most of it, why would you be clamoring to go back again already? 
I mean, most people who are going to see it multiple times have already done that. And I feel I, I've read I read some articles that uh, it seems like you know they think that uh, the new Spider-Man movie will give it a boost, and I'm sure it will. People see Spider-Man, be like, "Hey, I want to see Endgame again," or "I didn't see Endgame, but I watched Spider-Man for some reason." Um, but it, it ten weeks ago, like it's only yeah. been out. It came out. 10 weeks ago like that's too soon for a re-release and i feel like that made their and it is clearly they just wanted to break that record which i i personally don't mind that's fine but yeah. like what's their their game plan I, I feel like whoever's idea it was really i think they they biffed it on releasing it <laughs> while it's still in the theaters somebody somebody had to get in front of the board and pitch this idea that hey we're gonna re-release this thing that's not over yet well, you know, Disney usually sits on their movies there in their vault for like 25 years, so they don't really understand how the re-release works. Like they, <laughs> That's they, true. You know, That's true. When they do it, it was earlier. They're like, I don't know if it's not 25 years. Let's try like two weeks. I don't know. It's kind of like, what if they re-released the original Aladdin coinciding at the same time as their new live-action Aladdin? <laughs> yeah, kind yeah. of. It's like, why would you do that to yourself? Man. They should just re-release the original Aladdin. Right, right, right. Just bump those numbers up. That's let how the, you do let a the re-release. Audience of today experience it the way it was originally presented. You know what? I changed. I think they need to. I think they need to reboot Endgame. Not the whole franchise, just Endgame. They need to remake it already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Disney needs to work Make on it its energy. Five hours Disney. long, <laughs> with no intermission. Maggie says the new Aladdin was disappointing to say the least. Yeah, I, I don't know. I probably will never watch it, just because yeah. I don't know. Even, even when they hit Netflix, I, I, I mean, like I think Beauty and the Beast. If it's not on there still, it was on there, and I don't care. Uh, real quick, I'll run down the top ten just so we can get this behind us because there are some very interesting news stories. For once, there are news stories that I think will appeal to some of us. Uh, the top 10 this weekend, box office numbers, this is in the U.S. Again, sorry for international listeners, but I've got the U.S. numbers here. Uh, number one, Toy Story 4 for the second weekend in a row. Not a big surprise. It's dominating. It's Pixar. It, they tend to do that. Number two, this is also, this is a little surprising to me, although all these movies seem to do well. Annabelle Comes Home, which is the a sequel to a spinoff. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a horror movie, so I, I support that. I'm I like to see horror movies in the top three, even if you know they're not the best. Um, number three is yesterday. Uh, that Annabelle and Yesterday both opened this weekend, so those both opened pretty strong. Uh, yesterday, I think performed way better than they were expecting. Um, but then again, you know, it's it's an original idea. It's not necessary. It's not a sequel or a remake. So maybe. And people uh, want to see something new. And Beatles are bigger than Jesus, right? Yeah, exactly. All right. Beyond that, we got number four spot is Aladdin, followed by The Secret Life of Pets 2, followed by Men in Black International. Avengers Endgame hit the number seven spot. Uh, Child's Play is number eight. Hey, that's still in the top ten. I'm kind of amazed. Huh. Rocket Man, number nine. And John Wick, chapter three, is in the tenth spot. That's hanging in there too. Yeah, it is. That doesn't. That one doesn't totally surprise me. I feel like the 
I don't know. I feel like the John Wick movies are pretty popular. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And there's a lot of hype built on that, built around them. Or there was a lot of hype built around this th- third one. So Keanu Reeves is all over the top 10 right now. Maggie says, and no, you don't have to like the Beatles to enjoy yesterday. I'm not a Beatles fan, and I loved it. Uh, Rocket Man was also very good. Uh, Matt D says, the B-sharps are bigger than Jeebus. <laughs> okay, so. Oh, nope, nope, I'm good. I thought I had something else to comment on one of those movies in the top 10. I do not. Let's get to the movie news, because this is, this is right. stuff that I think we're going to enjoy. First up, Bill and Ted Face the Music begins filming today. Really? Yeah, Alex Winters already uh, posted a photo of the back of his shirt that says Wild Stallions on it. Yeah, nice. Um, I think that's where I think that's where this news story came from. Was that's where that's where movie news comes from now? Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, (laughs) pretty much. With the exception of one, I have three stories here. Two of them came from Instagram or Twitter, essentially. Okay, so I don't have a whole lot of details on that, but I knew Jesse would be super oh, excited oh yeah yeah you, you get a cheap pop from me no matter what if it's bill and ted um did, did i tell you guys the story about uh bogus journey and how i essentially was going to pout the entire uh, uh family vacation if they didn't let me go to Bo- bill and ted's bogus journey <laughs> no yeah we went to bill and ted's bogus journey in denver because that's where my family like that's where my dad's family was kind of based out of and it was like like I was just not going to shut up until I was going to get to see this movie. And so I this think, is back when it was originally released. Yeah. 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 Initial release of, of bogus journey. And I, I was like, y- you're kidding me, right? You you want me to go all weekend. I've got, I've gone several weeks without seeing it already, but you're going to expect me to go another weekend without seeing this just because we're in Denver. Nope. I want to go. And I want to go now. Theaters. <laughs> That's they were funny. my spirit animal, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, excellent adventure was life changing. <laughs> that reminds me, I, I man, I want to hit one of those questions. Maybe we'll set up the question, and if we don't get uh, one of your optional questions you have down here. Oh yes, yeah, maybe we'll set that up after the news, because um, I think that's a good idea. <coughs> okay, so the next story I have. Um, okay, so Neil Blomkamp, who directed District Nine, Chappie, Elysium. You know, he's a visual effects guy, director. Generally, his movies are pretty good. Um, now, this isn't the new news, but uh, he's making a sequel to the original RoboCop films, which I I think I heard something of, but didn't realize it was connected to him. Uh, Maggie loves District 9. Yeah, District 9 was yeah, great. It was. Uh, and Elysium, like, I don't know what's dis- I thought it was okay. Something about it was disappointing, but there was definitely potential there. Maggie says, anything with aliens is my jam. Um, okay, so Neil Blomkamp, Blomkamp is making a sequel to the original RoboCop films titled RoboCop Returns. So this is this is not anything with the remake. This is once again we're seeing this happen where they reboot something and then that uh, flops, and then they're like, you know what? Sequel to the original. Yeah, go back to the back to the well. What was the other movie that just did that? Oh, uh, uh, Halloween. Bill and Ted. <laughs> no. Bill and Ted was never rebooted. Oh, yeah. No, Halloween. You're right. Yeah, I was trying to remember what it was. Okay, yeah. No, people in the chat, Paul Paul knows. Paul knows where this is going. So over the weekend, Neil Blomkamp was answering a couple impromptu questions on Twitter. And let's see. In response to a request from a for a status update on the film, he said, quote, script is being written. 
going well. Imagine watching Verhoeven do a follow-up film, end quote. But the big, here new, the big news here is that in response to a follow-up to that question, asking as to whether that meant the original RoboCop suit would, be, would return, Blonkamp said, 1 million percent original. So that's the big headline. The original RoboCop suit will appear in Neil Blonkamp's sequel. Does that mean the actor? Okay. So far, they know. They don't know. There, he's... Uh, it's not known for sure. Mm-hmm. Old Peter Weller, uh, Matt D asks. Yeah, so far it's looking like no, but they don't know for sure. They they haven't cast him. They haven't cast who who will play RoboCop. And he, yeah, Peter Weller's older, and I don't know. He seems like such a strange guy. Yeah. Uh, and it, I don't know that he. I don't know. They can just CG his face. Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's true. They could do that. They could CGI his face because they don't really need his body. <laughs> well, and they, really, they only most of the time they just have to CG the, the bottom half of his face or, or mm-hmm. make up whoever's actually in the suit and his voice. I think his voice, even though they make do the RoboCop like effect on his voice, you can still tell the person's voice because the guy in the third one, not Peter Weller, and you can tell. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know. He could do some voice acting. That'd be all right. Be like old man Logan, but old man, old man RoboCop. <laughs> Paul in the chat says was afraid they were gonna they were going to uh, modernize the suit like an Iron Man knockoff or something. I mean, I think the whole point of this s- sequel is, I mean, because they did the reboot where they updated the suit, made it slicker, is black. I think the whole point is like. No, 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 no. It's got to be kind of campy. It's got to be RoboCop. Yeah, Covert never... nerd. Hey, sorry. Late to the party. Pfft, it's all right. Fashionably late. Uh, Matt D. Hell, Disney owns everything. Have them animate it. <laughs> well, I mean, it's what? Like Lion <laughs> King, where, where everything's CG, and they're like, it's the live-action remake. Not really. Okay, so here is the news story that Melanie... Is it going to flip over? I, I suspect. Okay, so this is from Hollywood Reporter. Uh, quote, Netflix has signed what sources described as a mi- massive financial deal with Warner Brothers Television to adapt the bestseller... Oh, I'm sorry, I'm really going to bury the lead. To adapt the bestseller into a live-action TV series. Uh, sorry. <laughs> the bestseller in question here is Sandman. Oh, really? Uh, sources... Sources note that it is the most expensive TV series that DC Entertainment has ever done. Netflix paid out a ton of money to get this. You have so, to, yeah. Or, yeah you, you, if they didn't, they would be. I mean, they probably still won't be able to do it justice. But you, it took even try. You're you're gonna have to spend a lot. It's so, magic. Yeah. I mean, it's magic. You know. Well, Sandman TV show. From what I read, it sounds like okay. It's being produced by Warner Brothers TV. I find it interesting that it went to Netflix and not, oh, I don't know, their DC Universe app, which who knows how long that's going to be around. But it's produced by Warner Brothers. It's going to be produced by Warner Brothers TV. Apparently, like this said, it's uh, reportedly uh, one of the most expensive TV series that DC's ever been a part, ever produced. And Netflix, separately of that, Netflix had to pay a ton of money to get it brought over to their 
service. So, I yeah, I don't know. Um, let's see. Did we read any salmon on the show before the show? I, mean? I don't think we did. But not for the show, we haven't. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Je- Jesse in the chat says, "Hot take, future prediction: online petition to get it canceled from Amazon Prime." Yeah, no, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Someone will. Someone will be offended and they'll have it canceled from the wrong streaming service because that's what we do now. So Alan, Alan head Heinberg is set to write and serve as a showrunner. Um, he was involved in wonder woman, ABC's the catch and Grey's anatomy. I'm not super familiar with the TV shows he's involved with, but yeah, it's okay. Um, a Neil Gaiman, uh, Neil Gaiman, <gasps> Yes. The old, I like Neil Gaiman. I know. I know you do. It's, <laughs> it's, it's Sandman. He's so he will executive produce it alongside David uh, Goyer. Um, and at this point, okay. So at this point, Netflix and Warner Brothers have not commented on it, according to Hollywood Reporter, um, as the former deal has not yet closed. But it's, it's interesting because. Um... You know, like we've seen all these Neil Gaiman properties kind of hitting hitting the scene lately. Like, uh, what is Lucifer's on like season four now? And now we're going to go back and start the show that actually spawned that spinoff. Oh, is it? Well, Good Omens, when is that starting? You know what? That's interesting. Maybe oh, that's You why. guys haven't seen it yet? No. Oh, that's right. Because it's, uh, it's on Prime. Yeah, it's out. You uh, You need to see it. It's great. That's what my joke was about. They're, they uh, they had a big online petition to get it uh, canceled from Netflix. The big joke there is it's not on Netflix. It's on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. I knew that it's story. It's great. It's great. I love that story because it's like, well, duh, dumb, dumb people. But I also love that on Twitter, <laughs> what was it? Uh, Netflix said, yeah, okay, sure. We'll listen to you. We'll cancel we'll cancel uh uh good omens and then good omen and then amazon said uh we'll can if they cancel uh good omens we're going to cancel stranger things yeah anyway it's very funny. It was good. uh covert nerd said by putting it on netflix dc is signaling the end of the app yes i agree yeah it, that that's Definitely. not a good sign yeah. <laughs> well i think i mean partially well because i mean wb still apparently has their own streaming app that they're going to launch at some point, their own <laughs> streaming service. That's what... that's, man. Yeah. Didn't, haven't they had their own streaming service? No. Well, they get DC universe, but no, they're, that was one of the stories around like the swamp thing cancellation and all this. And kind of s- speculation is that they plan on launching a streaming service. So uh, everybody, I'm sorry. I was thinking CW. That's what it was. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, the WB. So, sorry, the frog pops in my head every once in a while. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, well, that yeah. was Tiny Toon Adventures, wasn't it? Wasn't that frog from that? Well, before, I don't know what what CW actually is now, but before it was CW, at least in this area, it was WB, which, I mean, yeah, Tiny Toon Adventures was a Warner Brothers thing. But there was the WB station, and there all their little like promo things were the stupid singing c- cartoon frog. Right. 
Um, Lucifer, I, I'm going to have to look. Okay, Matt D says Lucifer TV shows nothing like comic, more like pr- police procedural. Hoping they don't make Sandman um, into Dream Realm CSI. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I'm kind of excited that Neil Gaiman is is going to. Yeah, he's executive yeah. producing, so that's even, good. Like even his uh, the Doctor Who episodes, I think are some of my favorites, and the guy's just a genius. So I, I'm hoping I don't think he would let that happen. Uh, Maggie agrees with you. Yeah, I mean, if he's if he's it depends how much control he has over it, but he's connected yeah. as an uh, executive producer. So I'm gonna say Nightmare and Silver is not my favorite Neil Gaiman Doctor Who, but it wasn't his fault. It was yeah. I mean, know. anytime yeah. there's a Neil Gaiman Doctor Who episode that's not so great, there's usually like like that where there's tons of rewrites and it was just kind of a mess uh, on the production end. From what I from what I've heard, and Moffat screws everything up. <laughs> We're still mad at him. Amoresh, I do not know what you're on about. Honestly, Are you, okay. What's Midnight TV series? And I would prefer the talk show because girls come with pretty dress than Midnight TV series. I'm a pre. I thank you for listening. I'm glad you're here. I feel like we are having a different conversation, but that's okay. Uh, so. That's all I got for the news, but I thought I knew Melanie would be super excited for that one. I am. I mean, I, I am. I'm scared too, but I'm okay. So I don't have the, uh, I don't have the ex, you know, I don't have the expectations you do, but I'm excited for it. I'm excited that Netflix grabbed it. It does mean bad things for the DC universe app. Although I do imagine this is why it's being reported that Netflix had to pay a ton of money to get, the rights to it um but they also i mean speaking of uh, lucifer lucifer was canceled netflix picked it up and netflix is producing new lucifer i believe right i think there might be like this is either the last season or there's one more season and then it's done but yeah alvin says they're in so much debt they are i don't know how it's how they can continue on but i'll take it netflix Keep burying yourself in debt. I like the shows you're giving me. Right. right. I want Just so don't many let Disney them. buy you out. <laughs> Be careful. Yeah, don't. Yeah. Ooh, don't do that. But I don't know. I mean. Well, the Stranger Things is going to start in a couple days, so they'll be fine. Oh, I'm so excited. I know. Uh, so, you know, here's 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 what I want. Netflix is going to have to make some serious moves and go even further into debt. Maybe since Disney took back the licenses to uh, some of their good superhero shows, <laughs> maybe Netflix, maybe Netflix starts making some moves now that the DC universe app seems like it's in question. Come on, Netflix. Mm. I want a Netflix DC universe because that would be doing patrol on Netflix. Perfect. That'd be yeah. perfect. Because every time there's a DC something where it's going to be like, this is the dark, gritty comic book thing. No. Unless it's the Punisher. You know, the that's Marvel not going to Net- necessarily work. The Marvel Netflix shows are what any of the DC shows should have been when they're like, this is the dark, gritty DC. That's that's what they should have gone for. Right. Legion of Superheroes on Netflix, Matt D says. That could be fun. Alvin says, I believe they just asked for a loan again recently. 
Sandman's costing them money. They need a loan. <laughs> right, right. Well, and earlier in the chat, uh, covert nerd uh, Lee Lee posted that uh, uh, a rate increase is probably in our future. Which, like, yeah, we're getting we're getting used to that. It's it's almost gotten to the point where it's almost like uh, like stamps from the post office. It's like, yeah, it's it's going up. Just whenever they decide. <laughs> Paul Paul Harder the third. So he makes a good okay. So he says DC has U- Hulu, or I'm sorry, I'm mixing this all up. Disney has Hulu, so DC Warner Brothers ought to partner with Netflix. That would actually be super smart because, I mean, Warner Brothers, you've been trying it in the box office. How well has it worked out when you try to go head to head against D- Disney money? Like it would make sense for one of these instead of the. Instead of trying to go like directly against something like Disney to partner with Netflix in some way, um, so Forever Stamps equivalent for okay for Netflix would be Netflix Forever. I don't know. It didn't work for Batman Forever. <laughs> <laughs> that was the last time they used Val Kilmer. Covert nerd. I agree with you. Why try to create something that's already made? I I mean, yeah. You can't beat the mouse? Nope. Especially since they own everything. They own the, the world now. Or 40% of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so how much would DC and Netflix be if they if they joined forces? Would they equal 40%? No, I don't know. I don't know. Well, okay, when does the Disney streaming service actually launch? I have a feeling that's really like when that launches, that'll be that'll be the game changer for Netflix because they've been kind of king of the hill for a long time. Yeah, I have a feeling if they're if they launch and they get picked up as strongly as I don't know, you would think maybe they do. If they do as well, if they take a big enough chunk of the streaming market, um, yeah, I think that would be a game changer. And I think you probably would start to see. I don't know. It just depends. Like I, I have a feeling some of these companies are waiting to see what happens when Disney launches their service. What are, what are they going to have though? Because I, in my brain, all I see is Disney Channel, and I don't want to watch well, anything crap. Nobody wants to watch a crap. No, but they own whew, so, so many movies now because they, they own Warner Brothers. Uh, no, they don't own Warner Brothers. They own Fox. Uh, a lot of the Fox uh, properties. Sorry, go ahead. So. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I felt like I cut Jesse off. I thought he was. Oh say. no, 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 no. Sorry. <laughs> I, I, yeah. yeah, but so, but so those are movies that are already made, or they're gonna have to pay to make more movies, right? Uh, no, yeah. I, Covert nerd makes a point here. Like this is this is exactly like kind of what I was getting at. Netflix needs to go to the, all the other networks that don't have a streaming service and try to partner up. It's the only way Netflix will survive in the long run. No, I feel like yeah. I feel like especially if Disney launches their service. And yeah, to touch touch on your point, Melanie, like Disney owns so many different production companies and stuff like they have way more things in their library than I think we realize. Um, But uh, but yeah, if they launch and they take a serious chunk out of the market, I think it would be smart for not just for Netflix, but also for some of the other services like, I don't know. Um. CW app. Right. Yeah. Go back to Netflix CW. 
I know there's some CW stuff on there, but well, and they, they had a good partnership with uh, Hulu for a long time. Like Mm -hmm. what they would do is they'd, they'd drop a full season on Netflix after about a year or so. But first uh, they would release the weekly stuff on Hulu, you know, like the, the next day or whatever. So I was watching all, I was watching all my shows on Hulu until they switched over to their own app. And it's like, well, they just keep dividing down their brand to the point where it's like, I need 17 apps just to watch a DC show, you know? I mean, like, Mm -hmm. uh, because some of them are on their CW Seed app. So if I want to go watch the original run of Constantine, then I got to go, I got to go download a different CW app just to do that. And that just seems ridiculous. Matt D says Disney has their movies plus MCU plus now Fox characters. Their catalog would be huge. Covert nerd said, and this is in reference to Netflix. They need to partner with CBS, NBC, CW, Nickelodeon, and others. Um, yeah. And that's not even taking into account. Yeah. Hulu. And I don't know how much of the market Amazon has because Amazon, I'm the least familiar with. Right. Um, but I mean, that's, that's a chunk of the market. And Amazon's interesting because, do they have think, ties to other media networks? Because I know Hulu is essentially owned by various media companies. Anyway. Uh, oh, and that's that's probably why some of these things are getting pulled. I think HBO will survive as long as it always has at least that one amazing show that everybody has to watch, and that they've been they're really good at that. So, yeah, I think now that Game of Thrones is gone, this. Regardless what happens with the other streaming uh, services, this is definitely the time to see how HBO's uh, HBO Now and all that will will hold up. You know who who desperately needs to partner up with you uh, with uh, I just said it with with uh, Netflix is YouTube. I mean, we need I need Cobra Kai in front of people's eyeballs because that is a show that's incredible and no one's seen it. Uh, Covert Nerd says Amazon is starting to get more content and they have extremely deep pockets that they do. Uh, Paul says Amazon likes to offer the hard to find stuff. Amazon has a series that I really want to see. I don't know if it's I don't think it's done yet, but it's it's a what is it called? I don't know, but it's by the guy that directed Drive and he's directing every episode. It's going to be like a 12 hour long movie. Oh, God, I got to see it. Yeah, they have kind of like destination viewing. They're almost like. HBO, but not not quite to that level. You know, like they don't have a Game of Thrones yet, but they have things like Good Omens, and they have things like The Tick and stuff like that. Where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, that'd be interesting if you already own, if you already have a Prime membership. I think maybe that's Prime's advantage is that they, they like the DC Universe app only something a lot more people would use. It's connected to something other than just the streaming service right um uh people are people agree with i think uh your youtube idea jesse paul says jesse yes covert nerd nerd says great idea jesse google doesn't want disney to dominate yeah i don't think google would would definitely um i I think youtube should partner with, with anybody because i will never ever ever pay anything for youtube to watch something on youtube that's decision really yeah um and but the other thing i was gonna say is amazon though i mean may, i guess they make some amazon's like 
a cheater, I feel like. Like they look they look over at other people's papers and they're like, Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna do I'm gonna do what they did and uh and then I'm gonna turn it in before they do or something. So that I don't know. I don't I don't like Amazon. I don't like the way they do stuff. It it I mean, seems cheap to me. I, there's I, there's more truth to that than uh, that extends to a lot that Amazon does because I recently and I don't remember her, where but heard a very similar argument about how anime how Amazon uh, handles just the selling of stuff. They do similar type things because they get a lot of a lot of retailers have to like now, especially small ones, have to go through Amazon. They become Amazon marketplace retailers. Right. So Amazon has overview of how essentially what would be the competition is selling stuff. And so then they can kind of get an unfair advantage because all these smaller retailers have to go through Amazon. So they have kind of inside info anyway. Yeah, they, um, they know what they're charging. So they're like, I'll so, charge a dollar less. When do you think they, uh, they, I mean, they're already dipping into the eBay game with that. So mm-hmm. at what point do you think eBay has to call it a day and, and just give up to Amazon, or do you think eBay's strong enough in what they do? I think eBay's strength lies in they seem less. I, I mean, I don't know. I've never, you know, I've never had any experience trying to sell anything through Amazon or setting up a marketplace. But I feel like eBay's advantage is it still has a little bit more garage sale tone. There's just less checks mm-hmm. and balances. I mean, there's checks and balances, but there's a, a lower barrier to entry i feel like right. if anything's going to get rid of ebay it's going to be like those crap apps like wish or something you know that's Uh-oh. a good point yeah yeah uh let's see dank diary says i pay for youtube but i've been on since 2007 i do not pay for youtube i nope not nope. paying for youtube nope. nope. in fact youtube you should be paying me <laughs> yeah they yeah, really yeah. should be they yeah. really should be uh let's see maggie says it's a monopoly uh, Alvin says, "Last time I checked, Netflix. Last time I checked, Netflix owes twenty billion after two thousand seventeen and to, or two thousand eighteen. Not sure when." Uh, Paul says, "eBay strength lies in China." Smile, uh, laughy, cry, roll face. I don't know what you call that emoji. Uh, <laughs> rolling on the floor, laughing is what it would be. Okay. Covert nerd says, "Wow, Alvin, that's a big number." Um. I like that last time I checked, Netflix was... How often do you check Netflix's financial situation? That's that's an interesting... Yeah, people... <laughs> it, Netflix's debt pops up in the news a lot. It is something that, I don't know, I think people are fascinated by. Um, because it seems like they're making so much money, but they do funnel so much money into production of shows and stuff. Uh, Matt D says, okay, going to make a political joke on this. All right, watch out, everybody. Don't get upset. But when is Teddy Roosevelt going to break up these monopolies? That man needs another term. <laughs> I'm still waiting for his next run. Because nothing kills Teddy Roosevelt. Nothing. Dink Diary well, says, I have some stock. So good info. <laughs> told, Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy Roosevelt has Matt D's vote. Yeah, we need to just like make, make a, a robot. They make him president or something. <laughs> Robot Teddy Roosevelt for 2020. Yeah. yeah. And he runs Demo- <laughs> He runs on the Democratic ticket. <laughs> I, I can't wait to see that debate. 
Yeah. Hello, fellow humans. <laughs> yeah, or we could, or we could just do like Futurama style and then like clone their heads or something. Matt oh, D sees just the heads. Matt D says that's if Melanie drops out of running. Yeah, because you were going to run for president. Remember? Yeah. I'm not saying- <laughs> Uh, Maggie says, expanding on Melanie's comment, I don't believe Wish will trump eBay. Uh, I don't think they're going to trump them, but I think there's, it's not, Wish is not the only only, uh, app like that. There's a lot of them, but they have the garage sale thing that Randy was talking about. So if something is going to run that out of business, run eBay out of business, it's going to be things like that because they're cheaper, they're faster, it's crappier probably. But it, it fulfills that little, like, uh, you know, I don't know, thrill that people get from, from crap shopping. I don't know. Hmm. Well, Maggie says she uses both. And do you shop one or the other for certain products, which kind of makes sense. Um, also, we've got several things here. Oh, Covert Nerd says Facebook Marketplace is cutting into eBay's garage sale market. Um, yeah, but they probably are more like Craigslist, like where you could buy like a box of meat from a corner or something, you know? It's a well, Facebook's also getting into this game too. Yeah, that's Facebook Marketplace. But that's – it's generally it, – it, I could be wrong, but it seems more local. Yeah. Yeah. Or like a let go type thing if that's still an app people use. Or a Craigslist thing. <laughs> or Craigslist, yeah. When, when oh, is yeah. Craigslist just going to give it up? <laughs> I feel like it's... Like, that's man, where you go for... Like, like, if you or... are desperate. Like, Craigslist is a little more desperate, eBay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Okay, so... Uh, there's one thing people were talking about that I want to... Cover asks, when is Melanie going to announce her run for president? Uh, Maggie says, I will vote for her. Uh, Matt D says, yes, she needs to embrace the pet insurance platform. I do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, well, first I have to find enough you know, people to donate a couple million dollars so that I have a chance at all. So that you can even get into the debate. Yeah, my like $2.87 I have in my bank isn't really going to get me too far. Well... I got nothing. You're right. You you have to have millions of dollars to run for president. It's America. So, yeah. uh, Dink Diaries says I can send stuff to. Talking about on Facebook Marketplace, I can send stuff to shipping. Shipping at the end. Um, same with Let Go Offer Up. Uh, Maggie says, as a vet, I will tell you, most pet insurance is a serious racket. Maggie, I believe it. I believe that. that I believe Maggie? it. That's Maggie. Yeah, that's Maggie. Okay. Uh, that's her name. Her name for uh, that's her and her husband's podcast handle for their pod, upcoming podcast. Oh, okay, okay. Cellmates. Which, speaking um, of uh, two minute warning, we are coming up on the two o'clock hour, and uh, that's when we usually wrap this thing up. We do. I do want to add, Maggie. All insurance, all health insurance is a serious racket. Yeah. All right. Um. People are. People want to know more about this animal insurance racket, yeah. this pet insurance racket. People are very curious about it. Okay. 
Well, that's what we'll talk about on Wednesday, along with our uh, homework movie. Yeah, and I want to I want to find out <laughs> where where I can get some like uh, like black market insulin for my cat. Oh, we're we're referencing something that I'd never posted the replay of that episode because that episode was kind of a mess. But yeah, we're referencing the missing episode. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, so movie homework. Uh, also. I'm sure you guys recall many of you here were here before, but we are not weekly or we're not daily anymore. We're dropping down to three days a week. So we will be back. I'm sorry, everybody. I know that sucks, but we will be back Wednesday. Um, let's add some pet vet movies. Alvin says, <laughs> okay, so I don't remember who, who, where this come about, who recommended it, but I'm thinking we're going to do Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse because I've never seen it. It looks very interesting to me and it's on Netflix now. So if you all want, uh, before Wednesday, watch Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. It's on Netflix now. Um, is that, is that animation? Oh, that's what, uh, Maggie's first podcast is on. Ooh, that's a good one for animation because that's, that's the thing that yes. fascinates me most about it. I, yeah, I'm super excited to see that. So then I'll be... Okay, so here's what you do. If you haven't seen it already, watch Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse this, uh, you know, tonight or tomorrow. We're going to come back on Wednesday at 1 o'clock p.m. Central Time, and we're going to discuss it. So we'd love to have you all join us and discuss the movie, and then you all can come back on the 14th. Let me check my notes. I made a note of it, Maggie. On the 14th at 8 p.m., Eastern time and listen to Maggie and her husband discuss the animation. Yes. So you follow Maggie to find her show. Yeah. It's, it's almost it's like we planned it that way, but there's no way we could have planned it that way. Cause we didn't know. Nope. Nope. But it Holy works. This one of those Ser- things. Serendipity. That's as not the, how people pronounce that. It's, it's <laughs> got to, as, as a lot of podcasters I edit say, you got to listen to the universe. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Maddie says it's synergy, and that's true. It is synergy. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Adil MD, who just joined and requested to call in, which I'm not a big fan of people doing. Uh, we're ending the show literally right now, so I'm going to have to decline your call. I apologize. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Have a good Monday. Find us here on Castbox. Find the Grolix Podcast and Grolix Cinematic Universe, or you can go to GrolixPodcast.com. It's G R A W L I X Podcast.com. And uh, hey, we dropped a new episode on Grolix Podcast today, so go check that out. Have a good, have a good uh, Monday and Tuesday, everybody. That's the after credits rambles. <laughs> hey, cellmates pod on Instagram. Check it out. I am actually going to check that out literally right now. 
Yeah, hey, thanks, thanks to everybody in the chat. You guys, uh, lo- lo- we have some local people in the chat. We have uh, wow. Lee from Covert Nerd. We have uh, Paul is from Moose's Marvelous Wood Burnings, where I got a rad Ram Man this weekend. So, yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. I, I thought Rye was going crazy because I'm like, that doesn't seem Maggie. That doesn't seem Maggie. We just keep calling that person Maggie. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. I know. That's why I can't be late. Uh, Maggie, I just followed you. I, you know what? You're gonna you're about to get like three, possibly four Instagram follows because I have a lot of accounts. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll be there. <laughs> All right. I suppose we should end the stream, huh? Yeah, I guess so. All right. Well, hey, you two. I will talk to you two later, and everybody else. We'll talk to you Wednesday. See you guys Bye. Wednesday. Bye, everybody. Bye.